Welcome to the Gone Grow Show with Bree and C, a podcast created to help you unplug from pop culture and into Christ. Welcome to the Gone Grow Show with Bree and C. We hope you all are doing well. How are you doing, C? Doing great, Bree. How about yourself? I'm doing good. Doing good. Week is winding down and I'm looking forward to the weekend. Me too. I am looking forward to this weekend. And the month of May has been some an exciting month for some of us around the world. We want to say congratulations to the nation of France with the new president-elect, Mr. Emmanuel Macron. 39-year-old Macron defeated Marie Le Pen. And Emmanuel Macron was elected France's youngest head of state since Napoleon. That's that's pretty cool. So we at the Go and Grow Show want to congratulate the president-elect and wish France the very best. We want to wish that nation well. Vive la République and vive la France. <laughs> Hope you guys do very well with your new president. Yes. Best wishes to France. Yes. Well, Brie and listeners, I look forward to this interview and this guest we have today. We have with us today Dr. Shannon Warden who is an author and public speaker, and she's worked with Dr. Gary Chapman, the writer of The Five Love Languages. And I think it's going to be such an awesome interview. I look so forward to it. What about you, Bree? Yes, I'm excited. Hope you enjoy the interview. Dr. Shannon Warden is an assistant teaching professor at Wake Forest University, where she teaches in the graduate counseling program. She is also the Director of Counseling and Director of Women's Ministries at Triad Baptist Church in Kennersville, North Carolina. As a professional counselor, Dr. Shannon has counseled children, families, young adults, women, and couples since 1998. Dr. Shannon is also the owner of Repurposed Life Ministries and is an author and public speaker. She has co-authored the book, Things I Wished I'd Known Before We Were Parents with longtime relationship expert and the author of the number one New York Times bestseller, The Five Love Languages, author Dr. Gary Chapman. Dr. Shannon is married to her husband and they have three lovely children. Welcome to the Go and Grow show, Dr. Shannon. Bree and C. I'm glad to be with y'all. This is going to be fun. Yay! Yes. It is yes. going to be a Thank lot you of fun. so much for joining us. Yes. Mm. Glad to be here. Thank you guys for asking. Yeah. So you see mentioned your book in your bio. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about your book? Yeah. Um, so Things I Wish I'd Known Before We Became Parents is a book that Dr. Chapman and I started talking about probably, um, I don't know, maybe three, three, four years ago. He had written a book now probably six years ago, and it's called Things I Wish I'd Known Before We um, got married. So he and I now advance the clock. We're talking about just, you know, me with young kids. And, um, you know, he said, you know what, I've been thinking about doing a follow-up to the marriage book and would you be interested? And of course I jumped all over that. I thought, wow, what a great privilege. And, you know, writing is something that the Lord has, um, I say as humbly as possible, gifted me with and something that he mm -hmm. certainly has impassioned me with. Um, so to have that opportunity uh, was just um, amazing. And so he and I worked on that and it came out late this past year. Um, it's doing great. We've gotten lots of great reviews back from it. And um, our hope was, and I believe we're finding out that it, it is being a great encouragement to a lot of parents to be and parents of younger kids in particularly. 
that's that's awesome yeah yeah thank you we um you know just tried to make it as um as real and uh I guess so many new parenting books are more about the physical, uh, you know, certainly for Stephen and I having a, a 12 year old now, an almost six year old and an almost four year old. That was those are some of our first books were more of the physical health. But Dr. Chapman and I really focused in this book, um, some on the physical, but way more on the social, emotional and spiritual uh, growth and how we as parents can help those those areas along uh, for our children. Yes, that sounds very unique. We'll definitely put a link to the book in our show notes so people can um, look more into the book if they're interested. Great. Um, we're telling folks um, it makes a great baby shower gift. Mm, <laughs> so, good to know. Put that plug out there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so speaking of parents um, coming up, or depending on when you listen to this, Mother's Day has um, come, and do you have any encouragement for for mothers? Oh, wow. Uh, Bree, I love ministering to women in general and all ages. I've had the great privilege of doing that now for a long time, and um, I counsel with a lot of moms, and, um, you know, moms... um, dads equally. God had an amazing plan for moms and dads and the impact that that we make and that our parents made on us. I mean, these are, this is important. This is not just, hey, I think I'll have a baby and I hope we do okay. Uh, um, This is a great privilege. You know, the the Bible says that children are a blessing, you know, and a gift from the Lord. And um, Mm -hmm. to be able to share in that wonderful um, gift of raising a child, what an amazing, what an amazing blessing. So for moms in particular, moms, you know, or often hear, often, often hear them uh, said to be the heartbeat of the family. Moms are, are uh, just, most of the moms I'm talking to are more than 24-7. They're 25-7. Oh, wow. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, a, yeah. it's full-time work in and of itself. And um, a lot of heart goes into that. A lot of um, blood, sweat, and tears, I guess, as you say. So when I think about encouraging moms, um, first, again, just what a blessing. It is so such a wonderful and high calling that the Lord has, has blessed you with to be a mom. Second, it's a hard job. And uh, I like to encourage moms just to rest in the Lord, to seek his guidance, and just to, as much as possible, um, enjoy the journey. I know that becomes so trivial, but that particular uh, saying, but really, as best you can, you know, slow down, enjoy it. As as a mom told me uh, a long time ago, she saw me with Avery, it's, it's our oldest child, and she said, well, she said, these are long days and short years. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's a great blessing. It's hard work. And moms, as best you can, slow down, enjoy it. I know it's going to go fast, um, but you can slow down and let people help you. That's the that's the last thing I'll say about that. Let people help you. You can't do it all by yourself. Yes. Yeah, great, great advice. advice. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Thanks so much for sharing um, your encouragement from others. Yeah, and I'll make sure my mom is listening to this. Happy Mother's Day, Mama. I love you. Oh, <laughs> that's beautiful. Thanks, guys. Well, one of the resources on your site is called Repurposing Fears and Failures, which is a great um, PDF document you have on your site. We're going to talk about a little. And in this um, document, you connect um, repurposing tangible items like uh, drawers or tables 
um, you you talk about repurposing those items, but then you also talk about um, repurposing intangible things that you can't mm. touch, which is mm. our, our feelings, our emotions. Mm-hmm. How mm. did you uh, make that connection? Well, in counseling, um, and too being a being a writer, um, the blend of those two, being a counselor and a writer, you. I, find, I have found that being able to connect to people through stories is a great way of encouraging and teaching them about counseling principles. Um, I guess, you know, you think about Jesus teaching through parables, Some, you know, so it's, it's like that, just using um, metaphor or analogy um, and stories to teach through. So um, God brought that to me um, just as a way of encouraging people um, that if as is so trendy, I think more and more you see on HDTV and other programs or, or um, organizations like that, you see a lot around repurposing. It's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's very cool, right, to take yeah. old stuff and salvage it and to really um, not only make it new again, but to really use it again. And so God gave that to me, that that um, metaphor of repurposing life and repurposing fears and failures as a way of communicating to uh, my counseling clients and to um, folks I teach in marriage and um, in women's uh, ministry events. And so that, right, the kind of the basic concept there is, is we do have a lot of fear and failure. We have a lot of junk right in our backgrounds and Mm -hmm. you know we will talk about those in counseling maybe we will talk about those in our quiet or our small groups maybe Um, but when we get really honest um, either with ourselves with the Lord in those those counseling small groups you know you start to hear lots and lots of people have lots and lots of this junk right which is fear and failure and so the Lord just gave me that, and um, that has been one of the many stories and metaphors that I use to teach and encourage people that you actually don't have to let those fears and failures just sit around clogging up your life, uh, stealing your joy. You can actually turn those into, um, right, not tangibles, but intangible um, insights and strength, confidence, um, encouragement. You can turn that into very usable um, things, if you will, like that, that really can change the way you live. It can bring joy back into your life and, and not only help you, but help others, you know, be an encouragement to them as well. Yeah, that's great. I was just thinking about like all those shows on HGTV where they kind of go through, you know, they they rummage through yard sales or something. They take mm-hmm. something and uh, repurpose it. So that's that's great that you um, are using it. You know, that's how people deal with their their feelings, too. Or you can they can take their feelings and move from their fear, uh, move on from things they thought they couldn't uh, overcome. So that's absolutely really that's um, right. interesting to hear. That's right, Brie. You know, just taking it and, um, you know, not letting it um, depress us, uh, discourage us, defeat us. Those are tactics of the enemy um, mm-hmm. to depress, discourage, defeat. And we are frail, right? We're tired. Yeah. We're frail. We're beat down in this world. Yeah. Um, you know, the, Jesus said that um, in John 16, 33, in this world, you will have tribulation. Um, but take courage. I have overcome the world. And mm-hmm. 
when you think about that, all of a sudden, that depression, discouragement, defeat, those can get flipped upside down and, and really turned into great um, launching grounds for new hope, new joy, um, for victory in this life. And so um, it's not to say, I, I always like to say as a counselor too, and especially let me give a, sh a little shout here to me uh, May is Mental Health Month, National uh, Mental Health uh, Awareness Month. And so um, I, I don't want folks thinking, oh, wow, if, if I just change my thinking I'm gonna I'm gonna automatically not be depressed or anxious those those absolutely are uh, physical and psychological uh, diseases in and of themselves and they need care but so many of us are allowing um, depression um, discouragement defeat we're allowing that to run us rather than us really managing those things and finding victory and so um, so yeah so repurposed life and repurposing fears and failures um, I, that has connected with people and um, it connect I, it resonates with me on a personal level as well and um, so I hope just to continue to take that that encouragement to as many people who, who need it. Yes. And I like in in the document how you distinguish the difference between um, some fears are failures that might have been helpful, but mm -hmm. there are definitely some that hold us back. And like you said, how the enemy is using to um, attack us and to um, bring us down. So you can you oh, yeah. explain to us the difference between a helpful fear or failure and a detrimental yeah. one? Yeah, and you know, to Bree and see, let me say that um, y'all referenced it as a PDF, and that is, it's there for free download, and it's something that you know your listeners may think, "Wow, I'm going to get that for myself," or "Hey, I've got um, a friend, a family member, somebody that I want to give this to, just as a an encouragement, and give them some ideas for how to break free um, of fear and failure, how to repurpose those." And so, um, maybe before saying about or distinguishing in to the what are, what are healthy fears and failures. Let me just call out a couple or a few of the fears and a few of the failures that I'm referencing in the article. Um, I'm not good enough. I can't accomplish my goals. My loved ones might leave me. Um, I can't provide or or protect my family, provide for or protect my family. Those are a few of the list of fears. And then on the list of failures, people are going to see um, I let my anger get the best of me. Um, if I had uh, partied less, things would be different, <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> I should have managed my money differently. Um, my addiction ruined my life, and so those are just those are just a few of the um, fears and failures that I reference. But um, but yeah, I mean there are definitely healthy fears and failures. You know, I want my kids to know, don't cross the street without looking both ways. Um, I don't just leave my doors wide open while I'm away from the house. Yeah, everybody just come on in. I mean, those are right. Those are kind of common sense um, fears that we want to protect our, our families. We want to protect our homes, um, you know, or um, protect ourselves from, from harm. Um, so definitely helpful fears, um, you know. In fact, I should say, too, you know, God has equipped us with an adrenal system that kicks in. Mm -hmm. If we, we are in a, an emergency, then, mm -hmm. you know, right, that natural um, alarm system is going to kick into gear. So right there are several, you know, examples of thinking about helpful fears. Um, and then, of course, with um, helpful failures, I like to think of um, the right failed over and over and over again before they um, created the first successful airplane and mm -hmm. you think about all the air travel um, uh, 
uh, see, I believe you're a world traveler, right? And so yes. think about all those airplanes you've flown on. Well, you're right. We have to give um, uh, props there back to the Wright brothers for not giving up even after they failed and failed and failed. And, of course, in the article also referenced Babe Ruth who, you know, had the – 714 home runs uh, that everybody likes to talk about, but the 1,300 and some strikeouts, you know, those, those aren't, those weren't not great moments for him. It was those home runs. And so anyway, those are just a few examples of where failure can really propel us forward. It can inspire us to keep creating, to keep innovating. And, um, and yet it's those other failures, right? These, those more private, um, emotional, relational failures where, where we've, um, we struggle. We think, wow, I can never rebound from this. I can never make anything of this. I, uh, we have fears. I will never be enough. Um, I know there's so many moms and so many women who are burdened with that fear. I will never be enough. I can't keep up. Um, you know, I'm, I'm failing as a mom, I'm failing as a wife or as just a friend. So again, there's definitely helpful fears and helpful failures, but I know so much just over time through counseling and ministering to, to people in general and to women in particular, you know, there's a lot of fear and failure that we're just allowing to kind of junk up our, the closets, if you will, of our lives, um, rather than just pulling those out, looking at them honestly, deciding what can I do with these? How can I turn this around? And um, God's got a lot of answers for how we can do that. He's he's definitely the master repurpose, uh, repurposer. Oh, yeah. Amen. Yes, mm-hmm. he is. Thank God for that. Definitely. Amen. Well, I have a question for you. Um, can you briefly describe the ALTER, that acronym, A L? T-A-R. And how will that guide us through repurposing fears and our failures? Mm, Great question. So, um, you know, God said, um, not audibly, but he led me, I should say, Mm -hmm. um, in thinking about repurposing and repurposed life, repurposing fears and failures. Um, He said he said and and led me to this idea of alter, which could easily be A-L-T-E-R, right? We're going to alter this old stuff to make new stuff. Um, You know, uh, in fact, one of the scripture scriptures that I referenced there is Ephesians 4, um, 22 through 24, you know, where um, uh, Paul is saying that we put off your old self to, to put off self to be made new um, in the attitudes of your minds and to put on the new self. And so, right, so repurposing is, uh, if we're repurposing tangibles, it's, hey, let's get this out. Let's, let's sand it down. Let's, let's, you know, add to, take away, but let's reshape. Let's, let's alter this to make it Mm -hmm. usable and valuable again. So now, with alter, same with ourselves emotionally and relationally, um, you know, let's, we could alter A-L-T-E-R um, and make that, make those new again, learn about them, embrace them, um, begin to uh, see those and use those in a new, more productive way. Um, so that would be alter, just A-L-T-E-R. But what I felt like the Lord was leading me to was alter a-L-T-A-R. And um, what that stands for is acknowledge. So that's the first A, acknowledge that, you know what, I am burdened with fears and failures. Um, I hope that basically they're thinking, wow, I didn't know people talked about these kinds of fears and failures. Um, 
I thought people just drank them away. I thought people just drugged them away. I thought people yeah. just, you know, went on to new relationships, running from the old to try to find the new. Um, I thought that um, I could never find victory. And I hope people are, are thinking, wow, I, I didn't know people talked about this. I didn't know that, that it was even possible. And so then they're going to get a hold of this this altar acronym, hearing it acknowledged. That's right. So the very first thing we're doing is just calling it out. I am yeah. plagued by fears and failures. And so, you know, um, and just really kind of being honest about the shame and the guilt that we have felt for so long because of our, our different feel, uh, fears or failures. And of course, each each person, we all have our own fears and failures. We don't each have that whole list, but um, but just whatever yours are to really acknowledge that. That's the first A. And then comes the L, lay it down. And the L is, you know what, I don't want to just acknowledge it because I could just say, yeah, I've got fears and failures, um, but I'm not planning on doing anything with them, right? And so right. the lay it down is like, you know, I'm going to really commit to letting this go. And that goes back to, um, you know, just again, scripture and I reference second Timothy one seven there that, you know, God has not given us a spirit of timidity or fear, but of power and love and discipline. Second mm-hmm. Timothy one seven. And you know, that we've got the power through God's help and God's strength to not only acknowledge our fears and failures, but to lay them down. Um, so often we're the ones carrying around the baggage. We're saying, oh, I, I can't do anything with this. I'm just going to carry it with me. I'm going to feel um, shame and guilt. And um, But all of a sudden, right, you get these types of encouragements and you, you hear somebody saying and you hear you, hear you guys radio, pro, your podcast program, and you're, you, know, you hear this encouragement and all of a sudden you're saying, you know what, I do want to lay it down. So I'm going to acknowledge it and I'm going to lay it down consciously. And then what T is transform. And so mm-hmm. this is actually right. If you're still thinking about the repurposing metaphor there, um, it's okay. You know what? I've seen it as just kind of the acknowledging, right? I've just seen it as um, holding me back. Um, I've decided to, so the equivalent there is I'm seeing that junk laying in my closet or out in my yard. And, you know, what, what can I do with that? Or at an old, um, you know, like an antique store. Hey, what can I do with that? I could do something cool with it. So there's the acknowledge. I can do something cool with it. The laying it down is I'm actually going to follow through. I'm committed. Um, yeah. The transform is actually doing it now. And so, you know, um, that's basically um, where you're just beginning to then literally begin transforming um, thoughts and behaviors, turning those into new ways of looking at the world, new ways of um, approaching life. And I use the example, um, you know, now this isn't necessarily the emotional and relational mm-hmm. kind of stuff, but I use the example of, you know, how we can say for a long time, I'm never going to eat that food. I hate that food. And then all of a sudden we try <laughs> something. It's our new favorite. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, yes. You know, and, um, or, or, wow, I do not like that person. A person just grates my nerves. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm giving them a, a chance. And I found out that person's really cool. God is using that person, um, yeah. in really unique ways. So those are a couple of like simple and fun examples of how we begin to really, um, how we similarly can begin to transform, um, you know, our fears. Um, so for example, I can't trust anyone could mm-hmm. become, I can trust some people. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I can, um, maybe a failure. I, I feel like I've screwed up my life, mm-hmm. um, to there's still time for me to get it right. Um, so, you know, this of course is just a short article all in all. So I, I this, uh, hopefully, uh, 
there'll be a longer version and book of this coming out not too long from now. And so, um, you know, there'll be more elaboration, but that's just a little bit on transforming, actually uh, beginning to really now not only acknowledge, not only um, commit, you know, lay it down. I'm going to lay this down, but now literally working to transform old thoughts and old behaviors into new thoughts and new behaviors. And so then comes the next A, uh, accept. This is going to take time. I think this is where so many of us fail. We get geared up thinking, yes, I am encouraged. I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. And day one passes and day two comes and we're like, dang, I can't do this. This is going to take too much work, you know, but no, mm-hmm. by accepting that it's going to take time, um, mm-hmm. accepting and being patient with ourselves, being patient with the process, that gives us a, an encouragement all in itself that we don't have to do this overnight, um, but by committing, by laying down those fears and failures and committing to really transforming our thoughts and, you know, uh, getting rid of the, the depression, discouragement, defeat, and uh, letting God help us repurpose and really, you know, uh, experience more victory in life. Um, all of that requires acceptance. That it's going to take time. Mm. Um, and then, you know, I finish up there with the, with the R. So it's in A L T A R and the R is reach out. And, um, on one hand, the obvious way of thinking of that is just reach out for help. But actually what I'm saying is, is, um, you know, uh, is really start to celebrate really as you're practicing in owning these new thoughts and behaviors, Go ahead and say, this is who I am. This is who the Lord is helping me to be. This is the victory the Lord is helping me to find. Um, And so that's the reach out. That's really celebrating the transformation. Um, And then, too, yeah, there are lots of people that can be helped through your story. So if if you're compelled and have the opportunities, you can reach out in that way as well. I'm just sharing how how it is the Lord is changing you. but that is it. That's the A-L-T-A-R. And, of course, you know, any folks um, who are listening who are religious folks, they're going to think and, and correctly know that is a religious reference. Um, if I go and when I go to the altar of my church to pray, um, mm-hmm. that is a more serious and and um, convicted move on my part than if I'm just in my seat praying. And that's wonderful. I pray anywhere and everywhere all day long, right? Pray without ceasing. But it's something about that altar, really, the the visual and the emotional and spiritual meaning of that altar, that this is, Lord, where I'm going to lay it down. And um, I know through you alone can I make this sort of life-changing, um, uh, these sort of life-changing uh, transformations. I, I can do this through you, um, but laying it down, giving it to you, seeking you, allowing you to repurpose my life, that's how it's going to happen. Um, can people, I, you know, I teach in a, in a secular counseling program, and I mm-hmm. talk to a lot of folks who are not Christians, and that's great. I don't, I, I would say to them, can I still use this even if I'm not a Christian? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, you can essentially in your own life say to yourself, I am I am laying this down. I'm knowing that this is is more than me and I'm going to need the help of others and the help of counseling and um, it's going to take time, but I'm tired of carrying this shame and this guilt um, that fear and failure have caused. I'm ready to shake this off and to really begin repurposing my life um, in these ways, the same ways. The only difference for the Christian is, is that we're better ready and, and more willing to acknowledge um, and choose to acknowledge that, that God is really the master uh, repurposer and the master of repurposing our lives. 
So that's a long way, y'all, long explanation. <laughs> yes. My students by now, they might be looking at me with a little tired tiredness in their eyes. So I'm going to hush, but there it is, y'all. That's the A-L-T-A-R that I'm talking about. You explained it so well, Shannon. Thank you so much. I know our listeners definitely appreciate that. Now, I had a question when it comes to failure. I mean, there's so many people and there may be listeners who have had unexpected failures, like an unexpected divorce or unexpected breakup or past addictions, and they're walking around feeling so discarded. How can they find repurpose? What step can they first take to launch in a more positive direction instead of walking around feeling like, oh, I'm, I'm a former addict or look at me, my marriage went down the drain. What advice would you give to that person who may be feeling that way? Mm, I love that question. Um, you know, that's everybody, right? That's everybody who's who has felt the loss, um, the heartache of failure um, and failure in some cases that was put upon them in some cases, you know, that um, somebody left them that wasn't and this happens. It's not necessarily their fault. And some in some cases, right, two people shared in a relationship and they they let it go too long without the attention it needed. But there are, again, there are some cases where that person is truly just um, abandoned and, and let Left, um, really without any forewarning and so whatever the case may be whatever the case for that individual listener right now um, the first step is just being honest about it just acknowledging you know what I do feel hurt and I do feel embarrassed I don't know what people think of me do they think it was my fault and if it was my fault how do I feel about that and and do I feel shame and, and uh, embarrassment because of that so wherever they fall on that continuum that first step is really just acknowledging this is holding you back in some way. It, it haunts you or chases you. You hear that said. Um, it's keeping you from maybe moving on in other relationships or um, uh, I think folks experience that differently. But whatever variation they might be experiencing of being held back, the first place to start is just acknowledging, you know, I feel that way. Um and uh, I hope they know they're not alone. I, I really just want to reiterate, you're, you are not alone. You, um, All of us, right? All of us fall short. Um, and and all of us experience heartbreak. You know, again, we said earlier um, from John, you know, um, Jesus said, in the world, you have tribulation. We, we're not going to get out of this life without tribulation. Right. Um, and so I would just say to them, you are not alone. And the first step is just acknowledging, wow, this is um, haunting me, holding me back, burdening me. Um, and then from there, they get to make some choices. What do I want to do about that? Do I want to um, do what Shannon, Bree, and C are talking about here about repurposing? Could I? Could I do that? And then, and then you just mm. begin taking those steps. And um, counseling is a great place to do that. Um, you can seek out professional counseling. You can seek out a, a, a pastoral a counsel, a pastoral counseling. Sometimes you have um, trusted friends. Um, you also, um, I mean, I'm, let me just uh, say here, I'm working on a project right now that um, I hope that folks, I hope to get to folks in the near future. But it's 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 about this very thing of how do we. Um, just reach out and um, who, where do we go to really find healing? And so, mm-hmm. but again, that acknowledging is huge and uh, re- realizing you're not alone. And um, in one of these ways or all of these ways, reaching out and, and getting some help to, you know, come alongside you while you are in this uh, repurposing and transforming uh, period of life. 
Amen. Amen. Inspirational. Gosh, I'm so glad you're here to give us some great insight and our listeners, too, if they're going through anything like that. Mm -hmm. Shannon, do you have a favorite Bible verse that encourages you? Mm, I do. Um, Well, gosh, I have a lot. Um, (laughs) I've actually called out several of them, but um, I would say, too, um, I don't think I've called out John 14, 27, but um, see, you may have said, uh, somebody I was just talking to the last day or so said that that's one of their favorites as well, but that is absolutely one of my favorites, John 14, 27. Jesus says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you, I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Um, That, y'all, I have to tell you, is a verse that um, it is embedded deeply in me i absorbed that verse a long time ago and and i feel it and i see it playing out in the lives of my counseling clients the lives of my students the lives of people who are in my uh, workshops and um I, i i just hear that so much that people are looking for peace i don't have peace i want peace and um while this world wears me down the news wears me down yeah war wears me down i hear that so often and um my heart is troubled and and so what does jesus say there peace that i give you and the world is not going to give you that the the world won't i do um and so do not be afraid he ends that with that that particular verse will do not be afraid and obviously that carries us right back to repurposing fears and failures don't be afraid in this life we do have trouble we have tribulation and um we're not alone um jesus said that as well you know i'm not alone my father is with me um and jesus says i'm not going to leave you alone i'm uh, the holy spirit is coming in my place and mm-hmm. um right and so praise god that we are yes. not alone he yes. knew it he called it ahead of time mm-hmm. um 100 that we were going to have trouble but don't be afraid i'm going to give you peace like the world cannot give you and that's y'all listen life is short and um the more i go along the more uh lord the lord helps me to see that and the the more boldness God has given me to just call that out to people that you don't have to be afraid. He is for you and he is with you. He's just waiting for you to be for and with him. Wow. That's awesome, Shannon. You're just encouraging me. I love it. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. This has been so helpful. Um, I know I'm definitely going to use the altar um, synonym or the altar acronym, sorry, for for me whenever I come across a fear um, or a failure. I know C asked about an unexpected failure. What about, I just I just thought about this, the little fears that we have throughout the day, the repeating things we hear, like you mentioned, um, I'm not good enough, or things like oh, that yeah. we kind of repeat to ourselves over and mm. over again. How do we go about, um, I know we once we've acknowledged it, if we want yeah. to go into breaking that cycle, um, we you kind of talked about those those things those things we hear are things we say to ourselves um you said in your in your document like the quiet thoughts and feelings they can hold us back and steal mm. our everyday joy and it reminded me of um a verse in the song of solomon where uh, solomon says it's the little foxes that spoil mm. the vineyard so those little things can you know over time just build up build up in us Ooh. 
You know, that's right, Bree. The, it's like the weeds in my yard. You know, <laughs> my grass, I can't get grass to grow for anything at times, but those weeds, they keep a coming. And it's those foxes and those weeds. And um, it is those messages that we uh, either were taught or we learned over time on our own. I'm not good enough. I'm never going to succeed. Uh, what's the point? I'm never going to make it. Um, people are going to leave me. Um, I'll, you know, um, I'll never, I'll never make it out. No one, no one loves me. I mean, these are the kind of things, right. That, um, that run through our minds over and over. And so we acknowledge and, and we, we get serious. We lay this down. Listen, I'm laying this down. I'm, I'm tired of, um, of these fears of these, these little fears, these quiet fears, stealing my peace and stealing my joy. I'm ready to lay them down and I'm going to get serious about transforming. And so, um, so all of a sudden I'm not good enough because I am good enough by God's grace. I am good enough. And it kicks, it comes around again. I am good enough. And you start looking in life too. So it's, it's the, it's the mental message. I am good enough, but you start looking in life for areas and proof. See there, I am good enough. I did that really well that person just blessed me and thanked me for what I did and um, my student my my client my church member my community member you know I'm not only just thinking yourself into transforming thoughts and behaviors but you're really looking um, to see where you are valuable where you are enough just using that one example I'm not good enough where you are good enough and um Little by little, that that T, that T in the altar, that transform, little by little, um, you begin to reverse from I am not good enough to I am good enough. And see, there it is. See there? There it is. There it is. Um, And uh, that's going to cause Satan to sit up and take notice when you're pushing back like that, when you're trying to change the old thoughts, the old behaviors. And... um, that's good because right now, if you're not changing him, he's not too bothered. And, uh, you know, so all of a sudden we get serious about transforming. And that's where, too, again, you're going to have to expect it to take time. Don't don't be uh, crushed by Satan's efforts at defeating you. You know he's coming for that, to coming to defeat you. You know just in your own humanness you're going to uh, feel tired and overwhelmed and you're going to resort back at times to the old thinking. But you got to keep pushing ahead and uh I am good enough. See, there it is. There it is. There's another example. I am good enough. By God's grace, mm-hmm. I am good enough. So you got to just put the effort in, um, just like, as with tangible repurposing, right? You, yeah. you, that that um, that old dresser can just sit there looking kind of shabby and, mm-hmm. well, I don't know what to do with that. And all of a sudden you start sanding that thing and, and taking drawers and and moving them around I don't know I'm not y'all have to go to HDTV to see all that stuff but y'all seen it right you take what was just kind of old and clunky and junky and sitting there kind of taking up room and not having much um much value and all of a sudden you turn it into something that's inspiring to others who then want to come in and do that themselves wow so and so did that to their dresser and I I was going to go out and spend two thousand dollars on a tv center but now I've got that old dresser and I'm going to turn it into a tv center so anyway you know that's that's just one little thing little way or a little example but um, I hope mostly people are just here and and getting encouraged that this is possible Um, and this is just one of the great tools that God has given me and and um just to encourage people uh, that it is possible to alter um, 
our old junk, right? The old yeah. fears and failures that have been chasing us, holding us down, holding us back for so long, causing us guilt and shame. And um, we're ready. We're ready to acknowledge it, to lay it down and to get busy transforming that stuff into some brand new, um, newly usable, newly valuable um, insight, newly valuable ways of thinking, ways of behaving, and um, people are going to see it. Your, your friends, your family, they're going to see the change, much like that TV counter. They're going to go, wow, how'd you do that? And um, they're going to begin to see the new you, and you're going to get even more momentum as people are seeing it. So, um, um, yeah, that, that, uh, those little things can absolutely keep going until we take control of them and get busy transforming them. Amen. Well, if our listeners want to find out more about you and be, continue to be encouraged by you, where can they find out more about you, Shannon, online and on social media? Thank you. See, um, so my website is shannonwarden.com. Shannon Warden. My last name is W A R D E N. Shannonwarden.com. And on social, it is at Dr. D R Shannon Warden. At Dr. Shannon Warden. And um, so I, uh, Y'all, y'all can find me on Twitter, uh, Facebook, and Instagram. Excellent. Yep. I believe our listeners will definitely be looking for you because you are so inspirational and succinct and saying what you have to say to inspire those to repurpose their fears and launch ahead with the failures Thanks. that they had behind them. Thanks, so y'all. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. And just a quick fun question. What are yeah. some of your hobbies, Shannon? What do you enjoy doing besides listening to Lionel Richie? Oh, I do love Lionel. <laughs> Hello. I almost sang. See, I almost sang. I have to hold it back. I don't want to embarrass myself on recording here. Um, <laughs> I, myself and a friend of my work, every once in a while, we'll break into uh, Say You, Say Me. You can, oh, I, I love that. <laughs> fun. Um, but, well, so what do I do? Um, I love uh, going to my kids' ball games. Um, I love um, fishing. <laughs> when I can do that, I love to go fishing. I love mowing my yard. I know I made that grass reference, but I really do. That's therapeutic to me is just to be able to mow my grass. Um, and, you know, just hanging out with my family, hanging out with uh, my friends. Um, and to be honest, writing, I just... Uh, I know that that can at times be work, and for some people it just seems like work, like something you would not be doing to have fun, but I would say um, writing is absolutely on my list of fun things to do as well. Awesome, awesome. Well, Shannon, do you have any questions for Bree or myself or the Go and Grow show? Um, no, I think you guys are awesome. I have so thoroughly enjoyed talking to y'all and um, I'm looking forward to sharing this podcast with folks and just um, just telling them how awesome y'all are. Oh, wow. Thank you. Thank you. you. It was definitely an honor to have you on our show. If you have an upcoming book or anything that's going to launch or come out, you're more than welcome to come back on the show anytime. Thank you, y'all. Pray with me and for me. I'm I'm in the works on a couple of things right now and just so excited about it. So I absolutely will keep y'all posted and I'm just looking forward to seeing how the, the Lord blesses and leads and, um, I'd say the same to y'all. Good luck with all y'all are doing, blessing people and all the ways that y'all are. And um, I'll be praying for you guys, um, podcast ministry too, and all your other ministries. This is wonderful. Thank you so much, Shannon. Yes, thank you so much um, for your time. We'll definitely include um, your links, your social media handles in our show notes. It'll be in on our, our website, www.goandgrowshow.com. And 
as people look at the show notes for this episode, they'll see um, ways to get to your your website and all of your all the links you mentioned earlier. Great. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Follow us on social media. Check out our website at www.goandgrowshow.com. Or you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and our handle is Go and Grow Show. Please don't forget to leave us an iTunes review. And remember, share the fun and share our episodes with family, friends, coworkers, or anyone that wants to be encouraged.